Let's go! And 100% Two Beers Podcast. <laughs> Had some visions of the 2005 Big East Tournament coming back with that one. 2007 Big East Tournament. Oh, we were in yeah. Clearwater, Florida. 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 Eric Devendorf. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Oof. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, what do you call it? That was, um, oh was my God. Yeah, I say it was McNamara. Was it was, it? was it still McNamara at, at that point? Yeah. Wow. Well, oh, that was that was the tournament where he uh, everyone was called him overrated that he hit like three game winners. Yeah. Uh, and, and they won the they won the Big East Championship. Yeah. That was also the and year they, they lost had to the Vermont. Tyler Coppenrath. Um, uh, they lost to Alabama that year, what? I think, in the first round. I thought yeah. that. Was... I, I think Coppenrath was the year before. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then that was the year I think it was what the Adidas commercial. Where they had like Team Kobe lined up against yep. was it Team Mellow? No, Team LeBron. Team LeBron. The future's here at, at last. Wow. Yeah. The Air Force One, where they were playing pickup in the air, uh, the airstrip. Oh, good stuff. Anyway, I was debating whether to cut off the corniness and say 100% two beers pod, but I, I I went for it. So welcome to the two beers pod. Presenting the two-for-one NBA playoff special. Uh, we we're picking up where we left off over the weekend. And uh, let's get into the Game 7 reaction. Um, Drew, Tori, uh, the two uh, best NBA Are, are we minds. skipping the niceties the, to begin? The Clippers. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, the niceties. Oh, God. How, how, did, how did I forget that? That's what we're all here for. Ready. Assume positions. Three, two, one. Ah, ah don't. Oh, it's foaming. Oh, it stopped. Okay. Um, this is my last. Um, Lawson's session cashmere number five, whatever. Um, session IPA. So. Um, Drew, what you got? Troge, Troge's uh, nectar of the gods. Man, you gotta get through those. I know. I gotta. I gotta really start developing a drinking problem. Seriously, right. Tori, what you got? Uh, so I'm drinking some Dancing Gnome again. Uh, they have some weird like series for different uh, IPAs and pale ales. This one is called Blue Crawfish. This line they do like fish named you know f- things named after fish. Okay. This is a Blue Crawfish American ale. Either of you guys ever eat crawfish? Uh. No, I think. Uh, I don't think it's tasty. Uh, all right, here's a question: Is crawfish actually a fish? They, uh, they that, that's us, a that's they? a whole other podcast right there. Oh, that's that's a that's a new <laughs> million dollar idea. <laughs> I think they have gills. Uh, all I, I can, can think name, of, I can, I can, I can, I can think of fish. is a crawdaddy man from uh, the league. I can name fifty different fish. <laughs> Puffer fish. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, all right, game seven. Let's get into it. All right, the Clippers we're not... pulled off the miracle. They won a home won game. Ha lay lu yeah. Uh, man, I got you got that series um, right, 
and then you didn't, and then you got it right again, and then you didn't get it right. Uh, what you so it broke. Uh, it broke <laughs> us. It, it it made us even for the first round uh, predictions, which was lovely. Um, couple couple things from Game Seven. One, Kawhi replicated what he did at Game Six. He, you know, in the third and fourth quarter, he put the stamp down and said, "You guys aren't beating me. Give me the ball. Get out of my way." And everybody else on the Clippers followed suit except for one guy that we never expect to show up for the playoffs obviously um <laughs> although i'll say pandemic p he he didn't play te- he didn't play terrible in that game he was more more of a facilitator played solid defense um just wasn't scoring at the clip that he should be uh marcus morris basically saved him from getting crushed by hitting six threes <laughs> which was clutch and thank god uh What's his name? Uh, Luke Kennard started bringing Ty Lue's daughter home before ten o'clock because, man, he saw some playing. We we I, I was calling. I mean, I think we both might have been calling for it. You were uh, calling for it our, specifically. Yeah, I was calling. Yeah, I was calling for it because I think I I can't remember if it was my buddy Mikey or you, Tori, that was highlighting the efficiency of Luke Kennard this season and not understanding why he wasn't playing more. It was not me. <laughs> okay, it was our buddy Mikey though. Um, kept highlighting like he was like super efficient, but for some reason, like he just wasn't getting on the floor. And I made the comment in the earlier pod. I was like, I don't understand. Like none of them are playing defense. So like, what's the excuse to not give him a try here to start knocking down some threes? And man, he was huge. He had, uh, I think he had 12 points in games, 11 or 12 points in game seven, really did a good job spacing the floor, uh, making, just making plus plays on the court. Uh, and really limiting some of these other guys from making minus plays on the court. So those are my three, uh, my three big takeaways from the game seven, uh, and the, all the Clippers on Dallas's end. I'll let you talk about the guy that you've been shitting on more than anybody. But man, Luka Doncic, that guy's a star. Hopefully they can uh, they can get him a little more help out there because he's basically. I don't know if I said this on the pod, but. He's playing with Kirkland Brown players that they're picking up a Costco right now. They need to they need to step up his supporting cast. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Uh, I, I had said uh, before that game in our last uh, two for one that I thought Luca would go for fifty in Game Seven. I think he ended up with like forty six, forty seven, something like that. So that's about what I expected him to do. And then uh, you know I had to poo poo on my boy Porzingis who Chris Baps. Look, I. I, whenever he was the Nick, I was all about Christoph Porzingis, even in his Dallas uh, days. But I think this is, uh, was he even healthy? I don't know if he was even healthy for the playoffs last year. I don't know. I believe they were out in the first he, round. Uh, he, got hurt, he got hurt in the second game yeah. or third game. Yeah, and he, third game, so yeah. he didn't even really play. And so I thought this year, maybe in the playoffs, he'd step up, you know, really uh, try and put his stamps because he hasn't got a chance to play much playoff basketball, and he was just atrocious uh, the whole time. Uh, he, now, he had 16 points, and whenever that's like your step-up game, that that's, uh, that's a bad sign, especially for a max contract player. And then uh, something leaked out about how he's not happy with his role. It's like, oh, God, yeah. dude, you're on the floor. I don't know how many minutes. Go make your role. You're like, yeah, you're, he's a, you're, he's, that's, that's, that's such a loser comment. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you're you're seven three. You the ball's in your hand if you want it to be. Like, assert yourself. Make yourself. You know, I I, I make he he could easily make the role for himself, and he's not. And I, it's it's just frustrating. I I think I think yeah. he's upset that 
Luca is clearly uh, head and shoulders above him, and he's not. Yeah, the he's guy. A, he's. It's just the same prima donna shit that he wanted out of New York because uh, he thought he thought he was who he was, and uh, you know should be treated like a king, and they didn't do that, so he wanted to get out of there. Um, I, when, when he forced that trade, I was like, oh, this little self-entitled mother effer, man. I was like, that's that's all you need to know. He's not a winning player. Uh, yeah, like he's just he's sitting on the three-point line, and then when he gets the ball, he doesn't even want it. He just passes it away. Doesn't make any moves to the basket. Yeah. And then you can say you can say maybe he can't do that anymore, which is terrifying if that's the case, just given how yeah, he's uh, young like 24, he is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Bo- Boban had a bigger impact in games six and seven, and they probably were at their worst when they were trying to run the offense through Boban. Um, I'm kidding, Boban's god. I I didn't mean yeah. that. I'm sorry, Bo. I'm He's sorry, Sean with three. Leave him be. Yeah. Oh God, I love that guy. Um, yeah, it's just like, dude, you just need to be better. And of course, like instead of just coming out and saying, you know, after the series, I need to be better. Like I need to get healthy. Yeah, I need to do this and that. It was, uh, you know, I'm not. It's the t- it's everybody else's. Oh God, Booker, don't do that. Uh, it's everybody. It's every. It's it's every. I thought he was gonna roll over that table. Yeah. It's everybody else's fault that he's not playing well, but him. That just tells tells you everything you need to know. Uh, that's that's the kind of guy that deserves to be playing in Orlando or Sacramento. Just putting up like an empty twenty points a game and collecting his paycheck. That guy doesn't belong. That guy doesn't deserve to be on a championship contending team or playing with a a guy with the ilk uh-oh, of Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with. He needs he needs to do some soul searching. He needs to figure out uh, how to get a little tougher mentally and physically, and then really find a way to you know penetrate, go hard, make hard cuts instead of just. You know, stand on the outside, swing it to the next guy, and then stand there and watch everyone else do work. Like who? Like Dorian Finney-Smith is more active on the offensive end than crazy than he is. Crazy. Like just from moving around, you know, just by being active. And yeah, that, there's no way that should ever be with his skill set. Last thing on Dallas, who would who says no in this? I've been trying to think about who they could, who who they could tr- do a trade with to get rid of this guy. Um, and so obviously I'm thinking loser player, loser player. Who says no? Porzingis for Westbrook. Probably Dallas because they already got a point guard. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess Westbrook's a point <laughs> guard. Sure, I, 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 I guess. I mean, his I guess. usage okay. rate is through the roof. I, mean, I don't like. Yeah, that's fair. And, yeah, good point. And so, I just, so is Don, <laughs> and that's kind of what Doncic does. So, yeah, but, I'm just trying to think of like who could you? I who don't could, know who who would even take him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, Porzingis for Mo Bamba and Terrence Ross would be a nice, uh, nice package. You said that, and I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I was, anyway. I forget what game I was watching. They were talking about Mo Bamba. I think it was Mo Bamba. Yeah, it was Mo Bamba, and they were like, the announcer was like. Yeah, this guy could, uh, you know, be good if he put any effort into his game. And I was like, oh, my God. that's." <laughs> I was like, for them to be like the announcer to say that, like, that's that's a harsh. Well, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen Aaron Gordon get unlocked getting out of that yeah. uh, organization. So yeah. maybe Mobama could do the same. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um, well, that concluded the first round. Like I said, we uh, we tied our, our, uh, our predictions there. I guess we were each uh, – I forget how many we won, but we 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 tied yeah. with the number of right. Yeah, we only got one, there. one wrong or whatever each. Hey, um, this is 
this is Jordan, so quick question. So, yeah. So is Kawhi the guy we thought he was or no? Where do we stand on that now? Um, <laughs> it seems like – well, I guess we'll get into we'll get into that when we get into game one here of the Denver series. Uh, I I feel like he – I think maybe he think he just kind of knows in his head, I only have to do that for four games. So when he kind of – he's kind of – the other – I think he's just kind of feeling out certain games, and like if he feels one's getting away from them, he's he just kind of throws it away, and then says, "All right, I have to do next game. I have to do this." It's weird. I don't know because like last night, um, they sure could have used that, and they didn't get it. So Um, he's a weird case, man. He he he. I can honestly say he's unlike any other superstar that we've had because he's kind of like. A sometime superstar where it's like you know on occasion like you said there was a couple games where it's like hey give me the ball in the fourth quarter I'm taking over I'm stepping up defensively and then there's other times where it's like he's a guy on not like the best guy on his team but not like the guy that's the best guy on the court which he could he should be the best guy on the court in the fourth quarter just about yeah. just about every time yeah, I I'm with you. Um, anyway, I, I more just meant to screw with you guys after that. After that, I forget. Well, look, look, dude, he shot. Yeah, he beat so. the key, he he hey. stepped up and played the way he needed to play in the court. I mean, for the whole series, he had great numbers, but you know, it's the impact in those late game situations where he just wasn't showing it. And get games one and five that were close. He was turning the ball over like crazy. Was not good. In, was not good at all defensively, and was not making shots. Like that's. You know, if that, if that was LeBron James, I'd absolutely be destroying him. So I can't, yeah. I can't give Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't All give right. Kawhi a pass. Um, I still blame Rick Carlisle for for that uh, game three debacle. <laughs> he went and took the his foot off the gas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, my one, my last rant for the first round. All these, all these uh, NBA guys that are t- and that are tweeting out that, uh, you know. The fact that the Lakers and Miami got eliminated is because there was a seventy-two game, a seventy-two day turnaround from the bubble. I think that is such horseshit. Like, listen, I I understand they had a quicker turnaround than usual, turnaround than usual. But are we forgetting like they had four months off, like in between the season? Like they they played they played their last game, you know, mid March. They didn't play again until you know the end of July. Like there was time off there. Then they played you know th- they played thirty games. Then they had 72 days off and played again. Like, because are you going to tell me because the Miami Heat played 11 more games than the Milwaukee Bucks that the Bucks had an advantage going into this playoff? That's just like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, like 11 games is that really what we're what we're talking about here? Like it just it made no sense. Um, Miami lost because Milwaukee's better and uh, yeah, and Giannis didn't get hurt. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty much all it was. It had nothing to do with the short season. And, I, I, and like, on the other end for the Lakers, I think like five months for Anthony Davis to get healthy allowed him to be healthy through those 30 games in the for bubble. the bubble. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, it's you know then he comes out and does you know his normal injury uh, tour and that's that. Yeah, I, I I think that's nonsense. I think it's just you know whatever people just making a. You know, stories stories happen. Yeah. Um, it I just it's just dumb to me. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're uh we're into game one, even game two, in a couple of these second round series. So, uh, wh- how are you guys uh viewing this second round so far? Well, 
I think I guess, that. I guess I should pull up all the uh, all the matchups right now, huh? Well, hold on, I hold on, hold on. Uh, no, never mind. Let's. Uh, <laughs> shit. Hold. Oh, hold. Stop holding. <laughs> how did I? How did I lose this? This is so right, embarrassing. Do we want to start with uh, the Bucks and Nets uh, series? Because that's the. No, I'm going to start with Philly okay. and Atlanta. I one, was one. not going to start with the Bucks and Nets either. That's a good choice. Yeah, good thing you didn't suggest that. One, 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 Philly, Atlanta. Drew, uh, go. Um, game one was absolutely miserable. Um, that's why everybody that was thinking the Hawks were this bre- going to be this breeze for the Sixers without Joel. I was just like, why, why do, why do people think this? Like, why is this, why is this a thing? Um. They had ten. They had ten first quarter turnovers that didn't help. And then Doc. And again, this is all. I'm gonna sound like a broken record. My concern with Doc Rivers is him coaching in the playoffs. He puts out an all bench lineup of five defensive players. When they who, were already down ten. They were already down ten when it happened. And not only are they just non-offensive players, like they're mainly defensive guys. So it's Maxi Thibel, um, Corkmaz isn't defensive at all. But then Dwight Howard and um, I can't remember. Who, oh, and George Hill. But like these guys can't even create. Like they they don't create their own shots. Like they're not playmakers. Like Maxie's get gonna gonna get there eventually. Um, he's got flashes. But it's like, what were you thinking? And then, so he leaves them in there for the last three minutes of the first quarter, and then it balloons up to like seventeen. I'm like, all right, well, you know, he'll he'll take the start the second. He'll get some of these guys back in. Just got You just gotta get it down to like seven, you know, eight or seven at halftime, and you're okay. And then he rolls these guys out to start the second, and leaves them in for another three minutes, and then they go, they go on a uh, a seventeen zero run, and you're down twenty seven points, and the game, it, the game's over. I mean, they they came out and they obviously came down to the last possession because Atlanta played probably the worst fourth quarter of all time, turning the ball over left and right, and we're out of timeouts with like three minutes left. But it it, it was just such horrendous. Uh, coaching i just didn't understand and then he had there was one more time in the fourth quarter where there's seven minutes left the sixers cut it to 14 that's where after they make the basket doc should have called timeout got his starters back in and made one last push here because you have seven minutes he doesn't do that he leaves in it's simmons and simmons and tobias and then three of those bench guys he leaves those guys in and it balloons back to 20 and then he puts the starters back in at five so again, you've now lost two minutes where you could have continued to make an offensive run there with some of your players. Uh, head scratching stuff, uh, dude. Atlanta is so good. I know I I don't like Trey Young, but I always talk about how great his passing is. That whole team is just extraordinary at passing the basketball, which just makes them so hard to guard, and is why they score so efficiently. Um, so they win game one, game two. The Sixers dominate early last night. Atlanta comes roaring all the way back. If they lose this series, I'm going to have nightmares of Kevin Herter, which isn't good for anybody because he's not not that uh, that fryer crotch isn't that great to look at. Um, but they 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 end up pulling away late because the lay of the uh, the great Shake 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 Shigora Shake Milton uh, came out on fire and went on like a 15-0 run by himself to end the third, start the fourth quarter. Uh, for some reason, they were up 20, and Embiid was playing still late in the fourth, which was insane. Again, I, insane coaching decision by Doc. Um, I texted you about that. I was like, get him off the court. Dude, it's, I, I, dude, it's insane. I, the guy's playing on the tour of meniscus. Um, 
I think the Sixers. I'm going to take the Sixers to win this in seven. Uh, the Trey Young nonsense continues, where he like these aren't even 50-50 calls. Like he's legitimately forcing contact on players. Like he's running into them and then like repelling himself five feet backwards. And the official like I'm I'm going crazy here with this nonsense. Um, my our buddy Lou made a great point. Like the league really wants to push Atlanta here because there's this new young, fun, exciting team and try to get another mid mid uh, you know mid major market um, to be relevant. So I think this goes seven. This isn't really a bold prediction because the percentages of whoever wins this game is probably huge. I think whoever wins tomorrow or game three, which I don't know if that's tomorrow, or might be Friday. Whoever wins that game is going to win the series. That's my bold bet. Well, uh, I had uh, the Sixers winning this series in five or six. I said I believe the Sixers are going to win this game, this series in five or six. Sometimes when you get like a, a lower team like that with a with a All Star caliber player, which Trey Young is, they you see him come take out uh, you know game one. Like I think back to like Allen Iverson, you know, versus the Lakers, whatever they came out went off and they take game one, and you're like, oh, here's the Sixers, and then it's like, no, they, and then the Lakers will take the next four. I kind of see that more or less happening, maybe the next four or four of the next five for the Sixers. You know, I, I'm not as high on this Atlanta efficiency as you are. Uh, I, I think that you definitely see it in flashes, but I don't think it's as consistent as enough as it needs to be for them to get past a. Uh, a team like uh, the Sixers. Uh, and Bede has been on a tear. See what I did there? See what I did? Oh. Uh, he's been on a tear. Words Thir- hurt. Uh, Words hurt. 39 in the first game, 40 in the second one. Uh, just been eating Atlanta alive. If he could keep doing that, then I don't see any way Atlanta could keep up with the Sixers. Uh, I I certainly hope you're right. Um, I, will be. Silly. I will be. Yeah. I just uh, there because the door is o- the door the door seemed to open a little bit on Saturday because Woo! how about them nets huh James Harden goes down in the first what first 45 seconds of that game and uh, I think the nets have somehow outscored the bucks in the first two by what 600 points something, something like that something along those lines More or less. why don't you go why don't you go on this one tour give it give us one give us your biggest, reactions uh, to the first two games one of my biggest worries about the nets coming in this series i said that i thought their lack of experience together was going to hurt them uh james harden went out again uh he had obviously missed a bunch of time in the regular season uh and then so now you have katie and Kyrie, who were the ones playing together in the regular season anyway for the most part and it, I feel like that kind of, I don't know if it, I want to say it worked to their favor, but they definitely have a familiarity that uh, the other two don't have with James Harden just yet. Um, and and they, uh, the way that team, you don't want to talk about a team that passes the ball ridiculous. Their passing is on a whole nother level. Uh, that team swings the ball, makes the right passes, cuts to the right spots, and has a bunch of people who could score. Uh, I I really liked the way they played. It, it was just a clinic, passing the ball, making the extra pass. Uh, you got flashbacks from the old Blake Griffin. He has uh, come out and decided... 18 points in game one, yeah. or maybe 19, 7 or 12. 14, yeah, in uh, game one. 
just diving for balls, just, you know, just all over the place. And uh, we, whenever when I uh, saw those midseason acquisitions of him and, like, LaMarcus Aldridge, and, you know, that was kind of like what people were worried about. Like, oh, you know, these guys can step up and help you steal a game or two here and there. Like, you're not going to sit there and rely on Blake Gr- Griffin for seven straight games and then into, like, deeper playoff runs. But he gets you a game here, gets you a game there, and then all of a sudden, you know, it puts you over the top. Uh, but as far as the Bucks, first off, they cannot hit an outside shot. Secondly, the... Flaws in Giannis's game are becoming uh, so apparent that it's uh, it it just is becoming a I don't I don't is it like an Achilles heel for the uh, the Bucks because they're so reliant on his game and he can't hit a mid range jumper obviously can't hit an outside jumper he gets fouled he can't hit a foul shot. And so Blake Griffin's guarding him, just sitting back underneath the free throw line. And if he can't get a step past him, then then he just then Giannis is just passing the ball, and then Middleton couldn't hit a shot. I mean, it's just wait, who who couldn't hit a shot? Uh, Middleton, amongst others. Is that Chris Middleton? That Chris Middleton. K J O is that K H R I S? Chris Middleton. Yep. Okay. Everybody hates okay. Chris. Okay, I was just checking. But I mean, he wasn't alone. That was every last one of them. Uh, Drew Holiday played... He's been okay. I was going to say, Holiday's been good. He played really good in the first half of the first game. Kind of helped him stay in it for a little bit. And then after that, I mean, he's been okay, but nothing that's going to put him over the top. I mean, I tell you, you want to talk about uh, trading for some superstars. I think you could throw Drew Holiday and maybe put a package together for the team to get Damian Lillard next year. That would be something. Interesting. But, uh, How about that? Heard it here first, but uh, I, 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 one of the things I had written down. I took some notes this week, but uh, ooh, I love notes. My, my one thing was. How many notes you got about Chris Middleton being a hero? Uh, well, the, the quote, the 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 thing was, uh, do the Bucks have enough? Do they have? Do you think they have enough to to win this series? What, I mean, I picked I picked Brooklyn to win, I'm so sorry, no. You, you I, I don't. obviously had Brooklyn, but what do you think about their team? Uh, and well, here's 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 what I think is their biggest problem, and what probably is going to cost them the series. Whatever, and maybe I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Tori, but I I'm pretty sure this is what they do. This like guarding in space bullshit that they do. Like that that doesn't fly in the playoffs. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ah, oh, God, I'm gonna Giannis. get it before we're done. This Giannis should be guarding Kevin Durant every minute he is in the game. This nonsense where they're guarding space. Like first off, Kevin Durant can shoot can shoot over anybody anyway. But he's probably the best guy to make shots in space. And the Bucks are just like, you know, they're more than willing to just let uh, P.J. Tucker guard Kevin Durant. That's insane. That is insanity. Yeah. Like, what do you think is going to happen? You want me to get – should we get Should we get the tape to when he was dropping 35 on him when he was on the Rockets two, yeah. when he was two years younger? Um, it's insane. Like, they, the Giannis, Giannis should be guarding should be guarding Kevin Durant. And I then – yeah, and then Drew Holiday, whatever, put Holiday, I guess, yeah, with Harden now, put Holiday on Irving, 
and then match up with everybody else. Like this, you could even, this uh, isn't rotate, comp like uh, Holiday and Tucker and uh, even Middleton a little bit on Irving. Kind of throw people. This at is him crazy. Yeah, it's, I, it's insane to me what they're doing. Um, now the Bucks obviously have shot absolutely horrendous. What they hit. 14 I think they've I think they averaged 14 threes a game in the regular season they've had 14 threes in the entire yeah. series which is just nuts to think about um but hey Brooklyn's playing like they're 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 they know what Giannis wants to do he wants to do that stupid dribble spin move thing and they're defending it well like go ahead and shoot the basketball um I, I don't know man like it's that and it's, it's weird to say that they need to fire bud but the fact that this is going to be the second straight playoff where he refuses to make adjustments um, is crazy. And did Giannis? Did Giannis only play? I think Giannis only played like thirty-five minutes in Game One. Like that's insane. He's got to be playing forty yeah. minutes a game. It's the playoffs. He's a young guy. Yeah. Like and yeah, they, they, these, I mean the ankle injury. Years. These are his years. Whenever you play him forty, forty-five minutes, and you say you go. I think Durant. I think Durant played game. He played over forty minutes a game one. He's coming off a friggin' Achilles injury. Uh, this is nuts. It's it's insanity. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that the Brooklyn Nets are that much more. I don't think they're that much deeper. I guess you'd say as a team to where it should we should be where we are these first two games. But certainly the fact that they have dominated that team without James Harden, because yeah. they don't have they don't have Jeff Green, they don't have James Harden, like their death is okay. Like mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Durant is just a bad man, and he is just shitting all over them. And Kyrie's playing really well too. Yeah. I know we because he's a you know his nonsense and his uh, you know banker banker hours that he wants to work this year. Like we yeah. just kind of forget how really good this guy is. He's been sensational making shots, especially around the three point line. Yeah. So, uh, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, me, oh, sorry. Were you done? Oh, I was yeah. just going to say, I mean, listen, I now, I mean, they're going to go to Milwaukee. Could I see the bucks winning four straight games? Yeah. Like it wouldn't shock me. Cause I think they are a good team. I just, if they're not going to make any adjustments, they, they could get swept and that would just be insane. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Um, let's push on to the Jazz versus the Clippers uh, series. Uh, Utah's leading 1-0 currently. Uh, that was speaking, a big game speaking, last night. Speaking of Ka or, uh, Kawhi, <laughs> yeah. uh, did you watch the whole game last night, Tor? I did. I did. Uh, it, it's, you know what's crazy? Not to continue piling on the Bucks. Uh, the Jazz missed 21 straight shots in the first half and still scored more points in the first half than the Bucks did the, the other night, which is just hilarious. Absurd, uh, absurd to think about. Missed 21 straight? Jeez. Yeah, it was just crazy. Uh, they couldn't make any shots. Uh, the Clippers, again, Luke Kennard was out there making plays, making baskets. Um, Kawhi was in foul trouble in the first half, so he didn't play a lot. Uh, it was really the role guys were really stepping up on the uh, – on the Clipper, Boogie Cousins was out there do, doing real, some things. Real quick, better. God, who's better, Luke Kennard or Joe Harris? <laughs> uh Joe Joe Harris. <laughs> Joe Harris. I'll give I'll give that one to Jo. Luke Kennard is like <laughs> your Joe Harris. Yeah, I just think he's. I know. Listen, I'm, I don't. I'm just like. I, <laughs> it just it's insane. They gave him sixty four million dollars. Yeah. Like Drew you probably Luke Kennard over uh, Chris Middleton. Probably. Oh, uh, that's God. They have they have the same impact on a game. That's all you need to know. But I mean, they gave they gave him sixty four million dollars. Like they extended him, which yeah. like play the play the guy, um, Eddie Hoodles. 
they were up 14, and then the Jazz just started hitting shot after shot after shot in the second half. Um, Mitchell went for 45, which was crazy. I, I got to say, again, the, the Kawhi couldn't I, – I guess – I mean, it's not fair to pick on him defensively, but, I mean, he was cooking Kawhi at times. Um, the – the Clippers, they weren't really they weren't really knocking down threes in the second half, but just continued to shoot them because that's just what you do in the NBA yeah. now. Like you just keep shooting threes. Uh, the last possession, so somehow some which somehow with like two and a half minutes left, Denver's up ten. Or not Denver, sorry, uh, Utah's up ten, and then the Clippers are able to get it back to three, and then Denver misses a shot. There's about maybe Utah. less than tw- less than twenty. Oh God, I'm watching the Denver game. Okay. I'm thinking Utah. Uh, Utah, Utah. Uh, there's 20 seconds left in the game. The Clippers have the ball. They don't. They have a timeout left. I get not calling timeout initially because you don't want to give the Jazz a chance to set up their defense. But when th- there were three separate times in that possession where shit could have went really bad, and I mean the last shot was bad anyway. But like they were ball, they were throwing the ball all over the place, playing hot potato. Kawhi didn't want it. Kawhi passed it to Paul George, which is just the ultimate what the fuck are you doing move. Um, that guy don't want the ball. And then, like, they're throwing it to Rondo, and then finally it ends up in Morris's hands, and he's, like, he's off balance. Uh, Gobert blocks his shot. If you're Ty Lue, like, you have to call a timeout there if you're with, like, eight seconds. Maybe with eight seconds left when you see nothing's going right. Uh, and the players too. Like I, I mean, the players can call timeout. Yeah. Like we, you have Kawhi Leonard, Rajon Rondo, a lot of you got Paul experience. George. Yeah, you got a lot of guys with a lot of playoff experience out there that you should know. You have a timeout left. Like you got to have the state of mind. Like when Kawhi, when Kawhi wasn't going to be able to get that shot off, he's got to call timeout because they have plenty of time to set a play up to run for him to get a good to get a clean look. Uh, I, I baffling baffling final possession uh for the clippers i'm uh I, when we get to the awards i'm gonna go off on the friggin' jazz and their <laughs> bullshit but i i want to pick the clippers just because i'm so pissed about the announcement tonight but i i think the jazz are gonna win in six i think they end up going up three one and then uh and then ended in six games yeah uh what'd you take away from last night well uh when when the Jazz got down, I still thought they were going to win the game. They were able to score in such quick bursts. Uh, my other big takeaway, which is something that we should already know, is that Donovan Mitchell is a gamer. That guy wants it. He wants to take over. He wants to be the guy. He has the skill. He has the heart. He does a lot of the hustle plays. He puts it all on the line in moments like that, and he wants it. And... That's something like we like you get on, you know, uh, we get on Kawhi a little bit for not always wanting it, or you know some of these other guys that just don't have the heart. He has it. He he, a hundred percent has it and wants wants to prove it every time. And and I gotta commend him for that. Uh, like like you said, so in the first half, the Clippers were doing all the things they they needed to do. You know. Uh, Moving the ball a little bit better, taking some better shots, pre- applying pressure on uh, Utah defensively. Uh, you saw a lot of the Clippers big men getting out and running uh, to kind of take away the Rudy Gobert defensive factor, if you will. And that was working really well. I think Morris had uh, maybe double digits, 
in the first half. If not, he was close. Uh, you can saw DeMarcus Cousins uh, getting out and making some plays, stepping out, hitting the three. Crazy. Like, Crazy. He, like their bigs were putting pressure on Gobert. And then in the second half, that all ended. Uh, Gobert was able to settle into his normal defensive role. And that's whenever uh, the Jazz were able to get some stops and make their runs. And, the re- you know, the rest is history, as they say. But, uh, God, I, I just love watching Donovan Mitchell when he's playing like that. Uh, What's your prediction, Tor? I, I still like the Jazz in six. Five, six yeah, we'll call it six. Yeah, similar to the Bucks. It, 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 it It's not great that the Clippers blow that game, especially with Connolly out. That's... That's I think I still think that's a key injury for this series because I do think he uh, he he keeps them settled. Yeah. Especially on the offensive end, but uh, I, I mean obviously I'll tell last you who's doing a good job of that mm-hmm. for them last night and it has for the last several years is Joe Ingles. He's he's been there. Oh, love Joe. He's Joe. been the guy who sets up things, get, gets himself and some other people some easy baskets. Uh, he's not afraid to go to the hole, even though he's going at three miles an hour. Uh, he's just, <laughs> and he's and he's and he's got just I think we've talked we've said it before and he's got just enough jerk off in yeah. him that I love him. Oh yeah, that makes him dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He, I like I, I'm a, and because he was a little bit of that jerk off niche, I, I I didn't like him at first, but like after watching him play enough, like I I like I, like, I love his game, like I love his bravado. Like I, I'm an Ingles guy, but he was the guy who like was able to set him down and get him some easy baskets last night. Yeah. I agree. I really like their coach too. Quinn Snyder, yeah. He, he, yeah I always liked I really him. Like Snyder. Even back when he was at Missouri, he's always been a good coach. Yeah. All right. Um, and that just takes us up to um, what Denver Phoenix, which the game is going on now, and Phoenix turned into an ass kicking. Yeah, Phoenix is way ahead, about to be up two nothing. Um, so what's uh, what are you guys looking for for the rest of this series, and how do you think it's gonna go down? Well, Drew. Nah, go ahead, Tori. You I can take this one first. I meant Tori. I just say more of what you're seeing, if you ask me. Uh, there is a reason I took this team to go to the finals. I, I think they got a lot of talent on this team. They know each other very well. Chris, you talk about a guy who settles down and gets people easy baskets. Chris Paul does has been doing that all season. Uh, they, Thirteen assists, they, no turnovers yeah. tonight. Thank, thank God he didn't hurt his shoulder bad enough to miss the playoffs, because. That would have changed the whole the whole uh, playoffs in the West, if you ask me. There's still time. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's time for everyone then. But you take yeah, it four, Tori. I won't, I don't want to say four. Denver will get a game. Your uh, boy MPJ was uh was uh holding that back tonight. Yeah, he uh, he's had a tough game. Uh, as he hits one right there, but he, you know it. Yeah. I just think there's uh, I just think the Suns have wait too much for this uh, banged up uh, Nuggets team. You know, a lot of these, just it's a, I sound like a broken record with uh, banging on teams for being uh, not healthy this time of year. But you know, that's sometimes that's how it happens a lot. You know, look at look at the uh, the Warriors when they faced the Raptors. They got all injured, and then there was the Raptors just coasted more or less. Uh, yeah. Here, you know, God, we. Love to see a fully uh, healthy uh, Denver team, but Oof. 
you know, this Scary. is what we got. And uh, I just think what Denver has right now is enough to stay with the Suns. All right, Drew, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I said on the last pod, I think it was critical for the Suns to take the first two games. Just with a lot of the younger guys, I just thought it was it was big to uh, go up to uh, with the home court. Because uh, Denver, uh, you know, Denver just it, it, it is a, a different place to play. Uh, and it, it looks like Denver just needs the home cook in there as they're about to be down 30 points. Uh, I agree. I think I just don't think they had the firepower. Uh, I thought tonight they would. I thought Denver would try to just slow down the pace and limit possessions, but I mean Joker can only do so much. I mean when you're when you're relying on Austin Rivers, Paul Millsap, and uh, yeah. Jermichael Green. Actually, I love Jermichael Green. I'm not going to shit on him. Uh, when you're when you're when you're counting on those guys to play major minutes and contribute, uh, it's tough. And when I I mean Porter Jr. I mean I'm 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 a fan of his too. I I'm just like to tease Torek since he's the president of his fan club. Um, he's still, he's still a young guy. So to, I, it's still asking a lot to, to ask him to play consistent basketball in, in these big Especially spots. Especially when you consider um, this is his first full regular season as a starter. Yeah. But you know, and, and they rolled the dice on that though. Cause they, you know, I, I thought that they got worse. I think we said in our NBA preview when they let go of Jer- you know, Jeremiah Grant, Jeremy Grant, um, I thought letting go of Plumlee was huge. Like all those role guys that really yeah. um, helped them, uh, you know. I, but obviously trading for Gordon changed changed that dynamic. Yeah, um, yeah it's a shame. I, I I I'd really like to see Denver healthy, uh, but you know Murray's. I mean, he's been gone long enough now. So we'll see. I yeah. I, I think the Suns are going to win in in, uh, in in five games at this point. I I thought it was. I thought to start the series it would be six, but. Uh, I I don't I don't think they can they just don't have the talent I don't think right now to to match and and the Suns just continue to just go on these mini spurts where they'll hit like five straight threes they ever really, I don't I don't think they've been shooting the three that well in like statistically the last two games but they're hitting them they're hitting timely ones that are just causing avalanches that the the Nuggets just can't counter I agree and and, there, and uh, one thing one reason I would like to see the Suns go and uh, part of the reason why I think they will go is because I kind of have like a working theory that I've had for several years now about superstars getting to the NBA finals. My theory is pretty much every superstar will get to the NBA finals once in their career at some point in, in some role or another, whether they're a superstar at that time or not, at some point they're getting to the NBA finals. And the only people who have been around long enough that really haven't gone there is Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony that I could think of. If you name me any other player superstar, go back to your childhood, name me anyone, I could tell you what NBA finals they were in. But uh, that's kind of why I think this is going to be Chris Paul's year. He's had his uh, playoff struggles. He almost got over the hump a couple years ago with the Rockets and I think, but I think this year the stars are aligning it seems for him to get there. We'll see. Right. we'll see. We'll see if the Jazz have anything to say about that. We'll see. Well, um, all right. So uh, now that that's in order, um, let's just review. Um, again, there's no real, real surprises here, but the the uh, awards for the 2021 season. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with Coach of the Year, Tom Tibbs, uh, for the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, I was su- I was surprised by that. Who do you think was going to get that over him? I, I thought yeah. I, I thought Monty Williams was going to get it. 
uh, both very deserving candidates, and obviously, uh, Monty Williams, uh, you know, did more than people thought, but, uh, you consider the talent on the Suns team, I think it far trumps the, uh, the talent on the uh, next team, um. Yeah, I I've, I feel like I feel like the last I feel like the last few years they haven't really gone by that. They've really just looked at who's who's got the best record yeah. of those of teams that are like surprising. And the Suns won fifty something games. I that's why I just I just assumed it would go to Monty Williams. Not that Tibbs didn't deserve it because yeah, that I mean to coach that Knicks team. Um, well, if, if to you where they were, go was by, fine. like your conspiracy theory on uh, Atlanta is building up, uh, you know, this middle market or whatever the hell you refer to him as. You want to talk mid-market, mid-major? Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you want to build up a, a major market, give an award to someone for the Knicks. You know, that, you, want to, yeah. you want to go with conspiracy theories. There's there's one for you. And I think that kind it's of fair. played into him getting it over, you know, just because the Knicks have had their history of being so incredibly bad. New yeah, York bias. Fair. That's fair. Um, speaking of New York bias, most improved player – Julius Randle, which actually was not New York bias at all. He absolutely deserved it again. Um, Drew? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's probably the easiest uh, the easiest decision. Uh, I'm somewhat biased that I wouldn't I wouldn't have hated. I didn't see the voting for that, but I wouldn't have hated if Tobias Harris got it. He definitely made a big jump. Um, I, I think uh, Tobias Harris was around, has been around 17 or 18 points for his whole career. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So for yeah, him just to jump up to twenty two point, you know, that's a two point jump. That's not. It was just the it was just the consistency yeah, that which, you which just is what he's from... been lacking. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, and that is you know for Randall to make his jump. Um, I think and I think a lot of the jump in Randall's numbers came from his high level of minutes. I believe he led the NBA in minutes this year with like thirty eight or something. Um, so I think that definitely helped it, but he did shoot for like forty-one percent from three. Like his uh, percentages were definitely there to justify his numbers. So, uh, and he he has added a lot to his game. He was used as like the focal point of the Knicks' office not, offense night in night out. So, I I definitely think he uh, he did deserve that. Sweet, um, another. One that we called early on, um, sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson for the Jazz. Um, yeah, actually ended up averaging 18 points a game. Um, so um, again, something we we kind of saw coming, Tori. Yeah, um, it, it, it's kind of like uh, he, he he did the role that Lou Williams did for the Clippers over the past couple years, where he is one of the focal points of the offense and main scorers, but he's a, coming off the bench to kind of give that team a little bit more depth in that uh that aspect uh he he's definitely you know been a quality nba player for a long time now and uh found uh, a role that fits him really well and that fits his style of play and uh, he absolutely deserved it true yeah, uh, we can't disagree. It was going to be him or or, uh, or Joe Ingles. Uh, I think they finished one two. It was cool. Joe Ingles actually gave him the or I guess presented him with the uh, with the award. But yeah, Clarkson definitely uh, had some crazy firepower coming off the bench this year. He's he's I guess he's probably the one guy who out of nowhere played really really well in the bubble and it carried over into the uh, the regular season here and the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, 
Um, Joe Ingles of the Jazz, right? Yes. Jordan Clarkson of the Jazz, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so if the award is the sixth man of the year, wouldn't it one of them be the seventh and one of them would be I think the it's sixth? I think it's just a bench coming off the bench, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. I like what you, I like what you did there. Oh, yeah. oh, good stuff. Speaking of the Jazz, the the Mangmar Shangmar champion. Uh, this is this of, is the the stat of uh warrior F this award. Def- Defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Um, 2.7 blocks a game, 14 rebounds. Defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Drew, why don't you just kick this one off? This is this the, no no respect can ever be given to this this bullshit award ever again, uh, because because he's the leader in Flarver Braver like they the fact that they have to make up these stupid stats and acronyms for this guy uh, to promote him is ridiculous. This is a guy this is a guy who's unplayable against certain teams late in games like because because of the the wing play that they're gonna have like if if the Mavericks would have beat the Clippers. Can you imagine like the Jazz wouldn't be able to play him because of Luka fucking Dokic? Like he would have just ate his lunch. Uh I, I think it's a joke. Uh, you know, all we do is rave about the stars on the wings and Ben Simmons is hand down the best wing perimeter in the NBA. Uh all the all the I forget I I I'm so pissed I don't have the uh, stats aid cuz I deleted the the one group chat I actually deleted. I sent it in. Um LeBron name name a big player, you know, a big top 10 top 15 player. Their like lowest field goal percentages are when they're being guarded by Ben Simmons. Um it, it's it's a shame it's a, it's a sham, it's a travesty. The guy's got three of them like let's let's spread the we spread the wealth with the MVP when we feel like it. Ben Simmons should have been defensive player of the year. I I, I don't I, Matisse Thybul should have been defensive player of the year over Rudy Gobert. That is this is such horse shit. I'm so I knew it was going to happen too and I'm so pissed. It's just it's just it's 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 just ah oh, it's just bullshit. This nonsense, the, the NBA, this nonsense that the NBA doesn't want the Sixers to get anything because of the process, the process that worked because the, the Sixers exposed the flaw that's now the NBA with like the player empowerment and all this nonsense uh, and how you get stars. It's, it's bullshit. I, I hope the Clippers, I hope the Clippers end their season as much as I'd like to see the Jazz win because that guy doesn't deserve to win shit. I hate him. <laughs> Nonsense. There wasn't a lot of analysis there. There was not a big break. There's, there's no, I'm telling you the analysis. Ben Ben Simmons, ben, Flagmar, the, and the yeah, best. But you didn't really break down the Flagmar, Schmegmar. I don't even know what they are because they're bullshit made up stats. Like it's nonsense. Ben Simmons shuts down, or be, the guy, be, the best players in the league shoot the, their worst field goal percentage when being guarded by Ben Simmons. That's all you need to know. That's he's, he's defensive player of the year. I would have gave defensive player of the year to Ben Simmons. Uh I, I think, uh, you know, there's things you could do to uh, find the flaws in uh, Gobert's defensive game. Like I said, uh, in, in, this is the last game, the Clippers in the first half. Just have bigs who could run. I don't even I don't yeah. even think they uh, started a true center. I think Marcus, whatever Morris they have, was uh, was their starting Batum center. Was play, but, but Batum started at center. I mean... Morris is bigger than Batum. I don't think Batum would have been the center in on that uh, lineup, but oh uh, god, yeah, it's but, fine. Uh, it's fine. So yeah, they had no true center, and just whenever their bigs ran, it 
Rudy Gobert had nothing. And I, and I like they like they actually put DeMarcus Cousins, who hasn't played in a month, they put him on the court because that's how little they're afraid of Rudy Gobert. It's a joke. He's getting buckets. I don't even care about. Yeah, and I don't even care about the bullshit. Like, yeah, they're gonna, people are gonna be like, "What about that block? He won them the game last night." It's like, yeah, Mark, Marcus, Mark, or whichever Morse twin it is, he caught an off balance pass with where he had to rush up a yeah, shot. I mean, like, there was there there was no elite defensive play made. Like, he just had to stand yeah, there. The three blind mice uh, saw that shot coming. Ugh, dude, I, I can't. I'm so pissed. I can understand the next one we'll talk about, but well, to an extent. But this 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 was a travesty. This was a huge travesty. I I just can't wait till Kawhi just starts posterizing this punk. It's just I feel that they do not like to award the the defensive player of the year to wing players because I feel like they want to promote wing scoring. So you know, obviously, if you have someone who can shut that down, <laughs> you know that's that's a no no. I guess uh, it's it's just, it's it's so stupid. So you know, you know we're I mean. Look, I mean, Rudy Gobert is a fine defensive player. Let, you know, let's not act like he's not. He's great. Yeah, he's he, fine. He, he, yeah, he's, he's fine. Great, but uh, this year, definitely, Ben Simmons played his ass off. And, and if you're, if you're, if you are unplayable in at the end of games in certain situations, you're not defense player of the year. There's Ben Simmons for all his. Obviously, there's times where he kills them offensively. Last night was one of them. There's never a time where defensively you can't have him on the floor. Never. Yeah. So and that's it. The only the, the best defensive play that Rudy Gobert has made in the last year and a half is when he shut the whole league down last year. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. How about how about uh, Draymond? Draymond? What about Draymond? He he was saying he should have got it. Uh, he too late. He didn't start playing. But he didn't actually start playing basketball until the end of February. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, so the MVP was the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Uh, Anybody? Did you? Did I? Did I send you guys pictures of the shirt he was wearing tonight? Yes, it was yeah, sick. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was sick. first first center to uh, what win the MVP since Shaq in two thousand. So that was yep. uh, ninety nine two thousand. Go ahead, T. Uh, well, this this award was a little bit tough to give out because. There was so many injuries to so many of like the absolute super duper stars in this league. When you talk about everyone from LeBron, AD to KD to Harden to Embiid, like everyone who was in line to be there got injured for an extended period, and so it was like, so who had the best uh, season, had the biggest impact of the of the rest? I mean, you talk about like a Jamal Murray going down and Denver still getting the three seed in the West, you know, and look at the way that uh, Joe gets played, especially in that first part of the season where he was throwing up like ridiculous triple doubles seemed like every other night and like triple doubles that meant something that like won them games. He, he deserved it. Um, Like I said, so many of the pieces that were there. Well, if it wasn't going to be him, it should have been Chris Paul. I, I, like I said earlier in the season, I would have gave it to Chris Paul. I don't mind it going to Jokic, but, uh, yeah, he, he had a hell of a season, and he, he, uh, I guess I don't have a problem with him winning it. True. I don't have a problem with him winning it because, again, he he's the first player 
to uh, to play or this first he's the first player since Kobe Bryant won in oh seven oh eight to play every game of the regular season. Uh, I still think Joel Embiid was the MVP of the league. He just missed twenty games, and I get it. You're gonna, you know, if, if he was healthy the whole season, he would have got it. Period. Yes, agreed. Um, and I do agree that Chris Paul's deserving, but Joel. If Joel plays the whole season, Joel gets it over him because because be- because Joel probably should have been the I don't I didn't I didn't look at the votes, but if he didn't come in third for Defensive Player of the Year, then that's even it's even a bigger sham. Um, the I, I, not that it matters because who cares? Like it, it just matters who wins. The fact that Embiid got the same amount of first place votes as Derek Rose <laughs> just. I, like uh, who who are they letting who are they letting so vote for these awards? There's like, uh, apparently there's a fan vote that gets like I, I think it's one first place vote or something like that. And do you, you know how the New York people media are and everyone loves Derrick Rose? Well, what a slap in the face to Julius yeah. Randle if anybody's well, getting uh, first place votes. Like, why isn't Julius? Why aren't Knicks fans giving it to? Well, I guess because of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it. it I did, it's weird that the fans even get a vote, but because then you have stuff like that. Like, I'm surprised it wasn't Brian Scalabrini to be honest. Like, like if you let fans vote, that just it's just a waste. I don't know. That's stupid. I, I'm I'm, uh, I'm yeah, not big on fans voting for anything because fans often misuse their power. Yeah, I don't mind for the All Star Game because that's I mean that's for the fans basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, I mean, nothing. Kind of legacy too, but whatever. Yeah. Um, nothing. Uh, ben Simmons getting more first play or getting more total votes than James Harden was awesome. Um, just because I my my buddies that are Nets fans were trying to tell me that Harden was going to be up there. I know Harden got hurt and that played a factor, but they were never giving that award to James Harden after he destroyed the Houston Rockets. Um, at the beginning of the season. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, Jokic had a great season. It's a great story. He's the first ever second round pick to win the MVP. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's what everybody was saying. Um, had a hell of a season. Um, yeah. It's uh, again, I'm just, I'm upset for Joel. Cause God, that guy just played his ass off. He just, just missed too many games. Yeah. If only Luca could, have, where did Luca finish? I didn't even see that. I'd have to pull it up. I want to say he's around the four to six area. So I think I want to say fourth. Yeah, I have, I've got the Hold on, I got the voting. Doncic. Luka finished one, two, three, four, five. He finished six. Yeah, like I said, four to six area. Yeah. Or Giannis and Paul that's finished right. ahead of him. Yeah, that's interesting. I. Yeah. I don't know that. Well, I guess I guess it makes sense. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like Giannis has a better team, and they won more games. But like Doncic had a much bigger impact. So, Absol- but yeah, absolutely. they but they give votes to Giannis. That's, that's why I was saying for the coach of the year, they kind of usually do the same thing. Um, yeah, and I agree typically yeah, until for- you get New York involved and they get a chance. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, good for Jokic. Good stuff. Um, again, Rudy Gobert sucks. Uh, here's here's a question. What? Who do you think will be the next American to win the MVP? Because this is three straight years it's been a non-American. Uh, Curry's got a really good chance next year to win it. I think when they get Clay back, and I do think, 
I do. Th- I do think they're going to get another guy in there. Maybe not a. Maybe not Kawhi, <laughs> as, we, as I keep saying. Um, but I think they're going to flip Wiggins and a pick uh, to get to get a, a difference maker in there. So Curry's got a pretty good chance to do it. <sighs> Anybody KD? else? Booker? Does Booker? <gasps> Who's that, KD? Yeah, possibly. <sighs> I don't know. They always seem to any any time you got three three guys like that on one team, they always they they try to stay away from that. Um, that's that's where I thought it was a good question. This is one of the things. It is a good question. Yeah, no, that's I a great, wrote down I, in the notebook. We've had a we've had an impromptu three point play. Had we been yeah. a little more organized tonight, we could have put that together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Jay. What do you think? Yeah, uh, Booker maybe. Yeah, I say. Uh, I, I really don't Katie know. or Harden. Um, I mean, if Westbrook averages a triple double and his team actually does, does anything, stop. I mean, they already gave it to him one year, didn't they? I mean, he, yeah, because nobody else. Well, actually, Kawhi. That was Kawhi's MVP, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, if, if I'm just saying, if he has a statistical year and the team actually like makes a playoff or something, <laughs> you, you know, you know who could like get a top it? Four or five? I don't know. Trey Young could get it if 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 Atlanta if Atlanta made a serious jump next year. I threw him in as a dark horse like, in the uh, at the beginning of the season for MVP. Yeah, yeah, um, he's a he's a dark horse. Zion, I, that's not a next year thing, but I mean maybe three four years from now. John, I, yeah, once they once, once they fire Stan. John Moran, I would also have to throw in that conversation. Yeah, the West is just so tough. I don't know if he'll. he'll but I mean, if that team, if he gets like just a couple role players, and they're able to push up to like a three or a four seed, and he has like a great season. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll see if they're able to do that. They they just we I know we are we disagreed about this before, but I mean they they're completely uh, reliant on just hitting all their draft picks because they're they're never getting a big time guy in there. It's not gonna happen. You have to. That's the situation. Teams like that, you have to draft the first big guy, and then then yes. you're gonna have to get someone to play with them. So yeah, which you usually have to draft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe Chandler Parsons will come back. Chandler. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, does that about wrap it up here? I believe that's. Yeah, all. I think as the as the Suns just uh, closed out here, twenty twenty five point win over Denver. We've uh, we've wrapped up our tar- topics. Yep. All right, I'm gonna send us off. Big kisses. Let's go.
together himself. Got a picture connects. Never asking for someone's help. Help to get some respect. Please only focus on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach. And now it all unfolds. The skill of an artist. This is 20% skill, 80% fear. Be 100% clear. Cause Ryu was ill. Who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard you fucking with that. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% 